0: What's good? I'm Rob Milton, and I'm sitting here with the homie Adon Bean on the set list. Shout out to 4th District. You, sir, are a professional. (laughs) (laughs) So my very first job
1: at the age of 15 was working on air and radio.
0: Don't ask me how I did it. I don't know. (laughs) It just into my lap
1: You What I'm gonna figure out Is that you may be uh, As I continue to talk to you And get to know you, you Might be the most interesting Man in the world Like wow. that might That might Cause That's, I feel like I feel like wow. You're just kinda like uh And it's not even a flex But it's just a low key Just like Yeah so I don't know There was just one time I was in Tahiti And I was coming <laughs> out with, Yana, but I, I don't know, so I'm a, and then I'm just like, okay, make a note. I'll go back to that at some t- point, at some time. But then something else crazy, interesting happens. But
0: I think my life has this weird balance of like amazing and like trash <laughs> so as a cancer and an emotional person i focus on the trash and so when i talk about the amazing parts people are like whoa but i'm like yeah but i had three dollars in my bank account so it didn't really matter
1: <laughs> but like but you were literally with beyonce yeah, Jay, yeah, but I got you. no that is hilarious um no it's just funny and you know this gets right into it man like one Thank you. Welcome to the Thank set you. list. Thank you for coming through. I'm so glad to be here,
0: man. It's this so... room literally looks like heaven. Like, this man, is what heaven
1: looks like. Hey, man, this is. I my... can't wait to meet Dilla there. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. No, it's it's so funny. Like whenever we're able to do uh, the interviews at DJ Diggy's uh, Orange Fuzz Studio, yeah. I'm always excited about doing it because I'm just like, man, like it. it we have a Fourth District has a podcast studio that we yeah. that we use for kind of our more uh regulated uh forms and i'm sure it doesn't have this energy it does not it does not i mean it's good energy but it ain't this energy and so i'm really excited when i get to have like the the artists that i really you know fuck with get them to come through here so man thank you and um and yeah and it's dope i'll let the audience in like i've been able to have just an incredible list of great uh musicians and singers and mcs and all that jazz and uh, the the trend and streak is not broken with you, good sir, wow, Rob Milton. Thank you. you are, uh, that means a lot. I mean, you've had India Sean here, so. I have had wow. India Sean. And uh, you know what? And I'm sure when India Sean sees this, she's going to be like, oh, so you got Rob Milton. I got to come <laughs> back and give you an extra. So and, nah, she's so great. Uh, she's another one we were talking about in pre-production where I'm just kind of like, I'm just like people know, but they don't really know all that she facts, you know, what I mean all that she can do. And so you're kind of like on the on the side, just like I'm waiting for the rest of the world. That's that's like
0: a biggest one of my biggest issues as a music head is that Mm. my favorite artists are so like so much more talented than the people that are on the forefront. Right. And so you're like dying, like <laughs> okay, LMA is cool, but like India short, bro, like are you serious? Right, right, it's right. so hard because then you also just sound like Joe Budden, like a jerk. <laughs> so
1: you what do, do you do? You do the the hate array runs strongly <laughs> with does. you when you when you come off that way. But it but it's hard because like you said, you can't turn off the fact that you've been exposed to yeah. Incredible artistry and um and i and I think that's a good place for us to start is that you are a singer, you are a songwriter, but you are also a music journalist as well yes tell us about that so
0: i honestly i started I started my music journalism career and my music career at the same time okay um, and I didn't realize that those two things would work so well together mm, mm-hmm. because. Um like I wrote for quite a few blogs but most um for the longest time I wrote for Soul Bounce. Got you. Which is an incredible blog Absolutely. and we were connected with Soul Train and we yeah. were connected with Queen Latifah's show when it came back. Mm-hmm. And it was just a really good experience but it taught me so much about networking. Mm-hmm. It taught me how to present myself as an artist and um like so it just it just was a good time but also I've always been a music head I never didn't, mm-hmm. didn't really know how like I grew up with a sister who literally played. She did cheerleading. She played basketball. She did uh, track. Like she did all of the, all of the great sports things. And yep. I was just at home reading liner notes. Like, <laughs> wow, <laughs> Quincy Jones. Wow, awesome. Like, so,
2: temperature. <laughs>
0: exactly. And so I didn't really think that it was anything special because it wasn't what like I didn't have anybody. To look up to who did gotcha. i mean not anyone tangible i understand absolutely um but i've just always like kept my ear to music and mm-hmm. to like what's new and what's coming like and it was to me natural but other people are like how like i vividly remember as a kid i was one of those kids who my mom would say if you can remember the words to that song you
1: need to be able to remember that whole work like I, you know what <laughs> it's so crazy because i always wonder like I I want I want to tell my mom I want to tell my dad like it don't work like that
2: like <laughs> right it don't
1: work the Like, passion that. isn't there <laughs> sis I'm sorry <laughs> I'm, you make this history lesson mnemonic exactly. and I might be able you give it a melody I might you let able.
0: Swiss beats produce it and I'm have t- Mary
1: J Blige sing the hook I got you <laughs> absolutely but
2: other a than t- that t- I can't t- tell you the Miss Crabapple t- table. my I don't know, third grade sorry. teacher ain't about to get this popping like that <laughs> she doesn't
1: that <laughs> have the bars she doesn't <laughs> she does not so. she is sorely lacking in the range sorely lacking <laughs> in the range yeah um no that's hilarious that that uh has been your experience because i feel like there's a lot there's a lot of i think um kids who have found themselves in that position where like for whatever reason and it doesn't even require like some super analysis but like there's just this proclivity to to like uh adaptation to the arts and musical and creative um outlets and pursuits and a lot of times there's an attempt to like i won't say like Uh, uh, Stifle that But just more of just like Well if you can do this Then you should be able to do this And it doesn't It's just not It's not a a one to one comparison But I think the issue is that We are kind of taught that
0: There is one way To live this life And so when you Are living in a way That's not straight and or straight and narrow yeah then it becomes what are you doing right you're not going to be able to right. do that right and then, then you can present like you have opportunities to say well Beyonce did it or well Whitney mm-hmm. did it or well mm-hmm. Michael did it mm-hmm. but people don't people view that as like that okay it was them but like that happens once in a blue moon that's not right. gonna be you so go ahead and get this job and right. stop playing right, right right but it's so weird because as an adult I've realized that I also didn't realize that not everyone was creative like wow. yeah. when I find myself like in situations and I'm creating or whatever, and I've I've stopped and think lately, like, wow, another person could be in this same exact space and feel nothing.
1: That is so true. That and is so, so. I just think it's crazy. that it's,
0: it's about a, a balancing of wh- who you are.
1: Yeah. No. That's and not who society tells you that you have to be. Rob, I'm I'm really glad you said that because I don't think that I've done that as well enough. Yeah. Where where you just kind of take stop and stock and say. Man, um, everyone can't do this. Yeah, and 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 that's not son said like arrogantly. No, but audience. it's
0: more of a man. What I have is actually special. It,
1: there's there's like and there's value to it. Yeah. There is there is a worth to it. I I recently it's so interesting. I recently as of like last, uh, oh man, it might have been Sunday, Saturday. I realized, man, like I've gone. This has been my first year. Uh, first full year as of Saturday, I had an anniversary of working as a full time creative wow
0: and, i I cannot
1: wait for the day I mean it's it, it bruh it's on the it's on the way I'm sure yeah. uh but i I thought about that I had to have a moment, and I was talking to uh I was talking to my girl about it I was just having this conversation because like the idea around it was like, man, like I didn't know I could um. I I don't know if I didn't know that I could do it, but there was just a level of some other people had to remind me like, yo, um, everyone couldn't sustain themselves off of their gifts or off of their talent or off of like just like to be laid off or to leave a job and then to find yourself say like, okay, I'm going to write. Yeah, I'm going to do music. I'm going to do spoken word poetry i'm gonna get in where i fit i'm whatever see, podcast uh, i'm gonna do whatever it is i'm gonna you know put this gumbo <laughs> together to essentially find a way to make you know uh to, to 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 at the end of the month have these bills be paid
0: and see i i think that i'm so i'm 29 mm-hmm. i really believe honestly truly i don't believe that you ever fully grow up i feel mm-hmm. like it's a consistent progress mm-hmm but I really believe that I grew up this year in Atlanta Wow! because I realized that my perspective is what the issue was Mm. because even in times where I felt like, oh, you're not doing this or, oh, you don't have a job or, Mm. oh, whatever the case may be. And I was more so concerned about other people in the way that they viewed me, Mm. but I wasn't realizing that I wasn't being a bum. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah, I was
2: doing, Absolutely. I was
0: working, but it wasn't what other people consider as work. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was, for instance, like when, when we'll talk about cousin, but mm-hmm. when we started cousin, I had lost my job mm-hmm. and I was doing background acting and like spending eight, 10, 12 hours on movie sets right. in the cold. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but to other people, it was like, like, so for instance, family is like, Oh, are you going to interviews? You got a right. job yet? Whatever, whatever. And I'm like, fam, I'm legit working. Right, right, <laughs> right, 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 right. right, Absolutely. This isn't the commercial you're sitting on the couch. No, I'm not sitting <laughs> on the couch. I'm working. Absolutely. And we were creating. And, mm-hmm. like, and so I just realized that you have to find solace in your view. Absolutely. And not other people's view. Absolutely. Because the way that you live your life is not something that... They may not be able to understand that. Might not. I know of people who are completely comfortable being a nurse mm-hmm. are completely comfortable working a call center job yeah and that's okay yes but it's also okay if that's not you
1: it's very much the
0: case i'm so sorry that this turned into open no. life class
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is who i am i'm so sorry no this is why we got you this is why you're <laughs> here on the set list is because yeah. we want to uh yala uh, everybody's yes. life uh and get it together i love Rhonda harris love her <laughs> Sure do. The government, <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, but no. Uh, what you're saying is so accurate. I do think it's a perspective thing. Yeah, and and like, and I'll be very, uh, very transparent. Like, yeah. I feel like for me, what I saw, and um, I had people in my life who I saw operating as full time artists, and yeah. I've seen them do it for, you know, five years, see, ten dope. years, and I've been like, okay, I see them do it. I've seen other people who are. You know, quote, bi vocational in that sense, okay, right? Like they, yeah. they, they do work a regular nine to five job, them, and, and then, then yeah. after five PM, pursue the dream. And and they, they're like, man, I never really see myself going full time creatively. Yeah. I just, but I like the freedom that it gives me to have a job where I know this is in place to not
0: struggle. Yeah,
1: essentially, to to have health insurance. Yeah, okay, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm because. saying? <laughs> and <laughs> uh, be able to like now it's like to be able to pursue something uh uh creatively they're like man i don't have the stress of it you yeah. know what i mean and i've had conversations about that where it's like man there's a level of they're like hey i'm able to turn down things yeah. because i'm not depending on this creative yeah. thing like i'm able to i'm that in some to ways be. i'm that's able, a freedom there yeah they're like there's <laughs> things where i'm like i'm able to have a clear artistic vision yeah. because I never I know I never have to quote sell out or do something I don't want to do. And
0: that's that's something that I learned from a Fonte interview one time. I don't remember. Mm. It might have been uh I can't remember. It's like a trendy hip hop podcast, but okay. I can't think of the name All of good. it. good. Um oh, Combat Jack. Combat Jack. But he, it Rest was, he, yes, mm-hmm. but he's, wow, and I said, Trey, okay, that was bad. You oh, no, no,
1: you're, you're <laughs> you can get that out. Of you're, like, okay. you're good. Oh, you're God. good. Combat Jack know what we were talking about. <laughs> <Exactly>. he, <he's, laughs>
0: okay, but um in the interview, he was saying, don't make decisions about your dreams out of desperation. Mm. And that like, mm-hmm. knocked me upside the head. Man, because yeah. Because so many times, like as a quote unquote struggling artist, Yes. we will accept a lot of things that we would not accept. Mm-hmm. If we had that
1: financial foundation. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. No, what you're talking about, and this is so interesting because the uh, set list I'm like, yo, let's talk about this music. But yes. this is about this life in general. Yeah. I think it's very important. Two things came to mind when you said that. One, Fonte has a couple gems that I've heard him speak that I've, I've just absolutely. held on to wholeheartedly. He's and hilarious, you, but also genius. Absolutely. 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 Yeah. Uh, one of those things, uh, well... Before I talk about him, I'll talk about something Ta-Nehisi Coates said, which yeah. I found most revealing because they asked him about like his life and about being a, uh, you know, because he talked about years he struggled as a writer. You know, he yeah. left Howard after f- freshman year. I think he couldn't. I think he essentially flunked out and not because he wasn't smart, but he couldn't he couldn't find himself in a college environment. where yeah. You know, he just like I found myself in the library skipping class because I just love to read the books. Yeah. All that to say. One one of the things he said was he was like, yeah, you know, I met my wife. I got married. And I just, I, you know, I had that stability with like that home life stability. He was like, you know, and there'd be times where I'd be making like annually $300 a year just trying to like write something that somebody would read. But he said that one of the things that he found comfort in is like, he said if to, For me, the thought was to truly be revolutionary in my art, I had to have almost a conservative home life like wow. i had to have yeah. some stability, stability. and yeah. a foundation at home and that is what freed me up to be like well i can i can go reckless yeah with my work with my passion with my writing um he says like, i'm not worried about anything yeah else. yeah yeah like i know that this is good and so he's just like he said he said that's the kind of advice he gives to up-and-coming writers and up-and-coming he was just like man like just you know he's like i don't see it working on both both sides was like i'm gonna live this rock star life at home and then i'm also gonna have this whatever like that's just his advice but i found and that might not work for everyone but i did find solace in that or or i found uh myself seen in that and then secondly back to fonte one of the things he said that i found so interesting um um because he dropped this great album this year yes uh uh which the name is escaping me, but the one before it was called Charity Starts at Home, and I think it was That's like two thousand twelve.
0: What is the other one called?
1: Uh, it is. I'm looking at the cover me cover too. in my mind right now, but and I loved it because there's so many things he talked about on yes, this album. And DJ
0: Harrison produced on the album, who was a homie of mine. did oh. some stuff that I worked on. With oh, as well, see, yeah.
1: see, see, the most interesting man in the world. <laughs> uh, but the thing that I found interesting as as you look up that the thing that i found interesting about one of the things. no news she, is good news there yes. we go no news is good news yes what fonte said uh off of i remember off of charity starts at home which stuck out to me is he was just like sometimes we have to redefine the idea of what a starving artist is and he talked about that idea that a lot of times we think of a starving artist as not having funds not having uh basic necessities meet sleeping on a couch running yeah. around whatever he said at the end of the day, starving artists exist in multiple forms. And he's just like, there are plenty of artists who are successful, but what they do is they starve their home life. Yeah. So he's like, you look at it when you see <laughs> the children of these stars. Yeah. Or you see the fact that they got three and four divorces, yeah. or they got terrible coke habits, or whatever the case may yeah. be, is just like there's something that's not being fed or nourished or cultivated in your life and that is also starving where on the outside you can look like you have it all you can look like you like yo your art is flourishing people love you millions of fans top of the charts but these other areas of your life are deficient and so i found in that also a warning when you talk about like just understanding that at the end of the day one you've got to make that vision. You've got to find the vision that's applicable for you. Yeah. That works for you. I go into those same situation. I have those conversations with my mom. You know, I've been, like I said, a year out, I'm making it, but she's just kind of like, well, have you thought about looking back into Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I just, he said like, Hey, I'm not saying that I never will go back to a, a job. I'm not. I absolutely will. Or I absolutely don't mind if that's what I end up doing. But what I will say is that, uh, is that what I am doing, when I get up every day, when I write, when I get up, and I mm-hmm. record, when I get up, and I'm I'm sending these emails, and I'm following up with, with people, and putting together these contracts, and having these interviews with fine folks such as yourself, All right. that well is also work, man. It and is. It, and, it, and I think it's just that people look at it from the outside in, and they they see it as glamour, right? Yeah. They they, see, they don't see the work part of it. Mm-hmm. They don't know. In, before I end this soliloquy, what they don't know is like, you know, when Rob Milton or when Cousin gets booked for something, yeah. they just are kind of like, oh, you're going to show up in the 45 minutes, the 30 minutes set mm-hmm. that you have, that's the work time that you do if, if even they count that but, as work. But I don't even,
0: sometimes I don't even think they look at that. They just look like, oh, you're all having fun. Okay, but you need to go to work too. And it's like, mm-hmm. I think that people, we've lost sight of the fact that you're supposed to find a purpose yes, and actually enjoy your life. <laughs> like, Very true. You're not, you were not built Very to true. be in this nine-to-five system and then have a few hours to yourself at night and then go back and start over Very and true. be miserable all these days. Very true. And I think that people look at you like an alien when you realize that, and they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. <laughs> like, Very I true. find myself, you know, because I'm back on the part-time grime. Mm-hmm. Um, Gotta pay these bills And so I find myself at work A lot of times And I'll, you know, be requesting time off or whatever the case may be or asking for a break. Something Mm -hmm. as simple as that. And people are like, oh, I haven't had a break since. (laughs) And I'm like, you don't care about yourself. That's none of my business. (laughs) But as for me and mine, I've got to make sure that my self-game is
1: right. Otherwise, I'm going to get fired. Get you some of me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, that's so true. I think think you're 100% right that people look at it. They think it's a game. They think it's all fun. Yeah, and it's like, yes, they're. I'm trying to enjoy. this. like I'm trying to not have doing this. (laughs) Absolutely, (laughs) because I actually like this. And and I just think that also, people look at a gift like your, your 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 songwriting ability, your singing. And then they assume you didn't work for the gift, or you don't work to maintain it, or or any of those things. And I feel like that's also like therein also lies the rub. It's like Mm -hmm. like you give me a topic, you give me fifteen minutes, I'm a I'm gonna put something together. Exactly. You know what I mean. Don't think just be but I've also worked to get that good exactly. to be able to exactly. put that together. Exactly. <laughs> and so that is what you're paying me for exactly. is the fact that I've done all this work up you to. You have this no point. many
0: times you have no idea how many times I've written something
1: terrible Absolutely. and
0: beat myself up for Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And had to to be able to get to where I
1: am. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And so I just think that it's one of those things where it's like it's almost like we've done a bad job at times of showing people that, yeah. that we've sl- we've toiled for this yeah. you know what i mean like and so and that's why,
0: that's kind of why, you know, a lot of people and I've, again, I am now Tyra Banksing this and <laughs> not allowing you to do your job, so I you apologize. But a lot of people hate, like, social Believe media. You. Hate, oh, <laughs> a sorry. lot of people hate social media and Instagram because mm-hmm. they feel like everyone is getting a platform that maybe they don't deserve. But I actually love it because I think it allows you to really, if people are genuine, yeah. it allows you to really see them for who they are and For what their daily life is. Right. I I like YouTubers because I like watching Mm. them go through their everyday life Mm. and like talk about real stuff. You'll see when they're sad. You'll see when they're happy. Right. But like, I think it's important for us to get back to realizing that we're all human and it shouldn't have to be. You shouldn't have to, just because you don't understand right. someone else, like you've never experienced something, right. doesn't mean that you can't understand this person. So true. And so that's why I love, like, I love seeing, um, I loved when Solange was doing the Zoom mids <laughs> on Instagram. and Like, I love <laughs> that. was like, like that. your thing, yeah, yeah. Even, even, I don't, you know, the beef of it all is kind of dumb, but I even enjoyed Cardi yesterday. Like, oh, her videos on Instagram, and they and were men. great. I'm not they sure when great. you will
1: be hearing this. However, <laughs> let me tell you, this is the day after... Yes. Cardi B aired her Netflix special on did. IG. She <laughs> okay. did. And
0: then she threw up receipts. Didn't blur out nobody's email addresses. Phone numbers. Please version. believe Atlantic Records might get a couple <laughs> emails from me. I saw you.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. She oh man. Oh, just so much entertainment. But yeah. yes, I completely agree. Um that there that what the the level, the barriers between an artist's personal life and what we see as a viewer, uh, you know, have largely been eradicated in a lot of ways. And
0: see, now that you put it that way, I also am all about balance is also terrible sometimes, Mm -hmm. which is why I do enjoy Beyonce very much because Beyonce gives you what you want, what she wants (laughs) you to have. And that's it.
1: Yes. There are artists that I find myself, um, like in 2018 as we, you know, head towards 2019. Yeah. Um, the mystery is almost its own currency for me, you know? Yeah. And so there's this level of, like, man, the fact that I don't know what some people's normal speaking voices are, mm-hmm. I just know the art that they give, and then it's like...
0: listen with go, these new folks with these accents.
1: <laughs> Yo, we gotta talk about that. We gotta talk about... <laughs> we gotta talk about this... Uh, I don't even know what to call it. It's... it's do the accents only show up in... The beiges of women, like the, like, the beiges of females. No, at this point, everybody,
2: everybody, everybody, go, everybody listen, if okay. Cousins'
1: next
0: record has an accent, don't judge. <laughs> we just trying to
1: push the barrier, okay? <laughs> Can we? Uh, I you know I don't know if this is too spicy. Can we? Can we give some names to this just so the audience might know what um, we're talking about? And this is us as a disclaimer. We're yeah. not saying these people are like phony or fake or per no, se. No, because
0: please, I enjoy a scissor record. SZA, I can enjoy. It depends on. I can enjoy an LMA record.
1: LMA record. I can enjoy like
0: uh Khalid. I like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. There are a lot there's it's like a whole wave of it now. Yes. Um but it's just I'm just also about balance. Yeah. And so a part of my issue is like boot up for instance. Mm-hmm. Um it's not a terrible song, mm-hmm. but I don't think that it was yeah. chart top work. Right, right, right. Jasmine Sullivan has nine hundred songs that <sighs> could eat that song alive. So I just want us to give the same energy to to the artists that are deserving. I'm okay with LMA boot up being... I love watching hood... I don't know if I can say the ed word, but I love watching hood niggas (laughs) get their life to boot up. (laughs) They get their whole life. And that's dope. But also, it would be dope to see hood niggas get their life to mascara. I'm telling you. That was a a record. Listen,
1: listen. That whole reality show, reality show album... Please. I was sitting here like, what? Like, <laughs> like why aren't we talking about this why? woman right now? Why are we? Why? Like, it's oh my god! I, I, to this day, I put it. I, I just tell people like, you, you missed a whole one if you was not yeah. getting your whole life together listening to that album. What? Yeah. But no, I, I think you're completely right, and I feel like there's also like this. There's a look as well that mm-hmm. falls in place sometimes, like the uh, uh George Smith, Georgia Smith, yes, or, uh, um. Yeah, Sabrina, Claudia. Oh, she got
0: canceled. Oh, okay, she had statements, things.
1: it was bad. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, man, it's it's wild, man. Y'all, y'all need I, to. You, I'm pretty sure you didn't expect this. What you get right But I'm so so here No, I'm here for it. Rob. <laughs> I'm here for it. I I love it. Just so y'all know. I This is the most amount of time that Rob and I have really gotten to sit yep. down and chop it up. So like, what you're hearing is us really feel one, a, one another out. Yeah. But it's also one of those things where it's like, man, I, I, I should have been hanging with this dude much earlier before and this. See, that
0: is the beauty of Atlanta, of Atlanta for me. Um, Everyone asks me uh, how much, like, do I love Atlanta? I was, mm. oh, you've been here how long? Mm. Do you, how do you like it? And I feel like every single time they expect me to say... I don't like it, mm, mm-hmm. but I love it. <laughs> and the reason why I love it is because moments like this, like, it's almost as if, <clears throat> it's almost as if, again, like, it's a family reunion, but right. of people that I've never met. Absolutely. <laughs> like, that's the- <laughs> so many people that I've met here, I've instantly felt like I've known you my whole mm-hmm, life. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I guess to the segue sort of, but that's kind of how Cousins started. Okay, yeah. So, um, I had a show here. Rob Milton had a show here. uh uh-huh. 2017 Mm -hmm. and right prior to that i had took a trip to la okay um and i hung out with morgan rhodes who is a great friend of mine who works with Ava renee she is like a music supervisor um and i hung out with my homegirl jackie hammond who is really what started me recording okay and so they got me out there and like they literally had the weekend set up. It was uh, I want to believe I want to say it was Morgan's birthday and so she had a birthday party um in this loft mm-hmm. and afterward Jackie and I were performing on a rooftop in LA. Michelle andagio Cello was in the audience, so as you know, I laid all this out to say that I was moving to LA. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay, so this is my life." Actually, <laughs> this is where I need Michelle to be. She was Deggio. not only was she there, but like we went to go set up the the equipment upstairs while everyone was still eating, and we look up, and she's standing there asking, "How can she help us set up?" And I'm like. What are you doing? <laughs> nah, nah <laughs> please, nah.
1: Yeah. Honest, I, there's so many things I can say about this. I will just say Michelle and Cello possess possesses the only cover of Lady Cab Driver that I would respect. She, she murders. She is prince. unstoppable, oh my, she's, but she's
0: also just so sweet and like so to hear. real that's great and to hear. genuine um but anyway so i had a i was you moving, were moving you was i was moving, like, i was like if this is what life could be
1: <laughs> this is my life left coast is the best Coast, <laughs> exactly
0: ever. i mean legal mary it was great <laughs> it was it was a great time and um so i came here for this show that i was um it was at the music room Bang. and co-headlining was a young lady named brie hightower never met her day in my life Yo, i
1: we featured i i don't know her but we yeah. featured brie hightower on our music monday she's She's
0: incredible. She's so I met her that day, but I had inboxed her on Instagram. I know she was like this weirdo. I inboxed her on Instagram and I asked her, would she like to do a cover with me mm-hmm. on the set? Because mm-hmm. Jackie and I early in the year had did this mashup of Solange Cranes in the Sky and that. Arrested mm-hmm. Development Everyday People. Right. And so it was in my set and I was like, I have to do this, but it's not gonna be good by myself. Got you, <laughs> so we've right, gotta right. work this out. Yeah, yeah. And so I asked her and she was like, Okay, we can do this. Mm-hmm. And then she came that day. She was kinda late. Mm. and she was like flustered like she had all her stuff in her hands and i was like instantly i was like you are me <laughs> we are the same person <laughs> and so we went to the side and That's we hilarious. practiced the cover or whatever and like while we were practicing it was like like we had the same it's, i just you, she was me and so instantly we became friends yeah and uh, But the weird thing is Once I moved here We didn't see each other For a very long time It was kind of a, I'm in your city But then like You know it's We gonna get up But sure. then it just never works yeah, out Yeah 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 In the meantime I went to a Molly Music It was a relief concert For oh, okay. I think it
1: was a hurricane Okay Here in Atlanta Yes Was it at center stage
0: No It was at a It was at a church Okay I think it was I think he had something At center stage after Or something like okay. that Either you. way so I'm also a Miley Music stan. Gotcha. I have been a fan <laughs> since the first um, independent album. And uh, that was that's actually like my favorite album of his. Everything else is cool. It's, yeah. it's dope. But his first album right, right, was, right. it had a it had a level of like heart that yeah. is amazing. But he did my favorite song from that album called No Music, which he rarely does.
2: Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: I was blown away. Yes and um he was doing it and he was doing it like the record like when somebody (laughs) does it like the record it's just i love an extra ad lib and all that but it had like it just i connected to it and so he was doing this ad lib and i did the ad lib and i turned and it was a girl standing next to me and she also did the ad lib and i said you are also me (laughs) so um yeah so that's (laughs) moona and so when I started doing shows here, um, I ha- I asked them to sing backup for me, and they were like, "Absolutely." Mm-hmm. So I invite. It actually really started because I invited them over to my house for a wine and Jasmine Sullivan night. Such a black nerd thing, Yo. but it was it was a great time. Right um, and we Learning recorded a cover of Yeba Smith's um, "Evergreen."
1: And it just was like a
0: whole thing. And so after a while, like we did, they did So Far Sounds with me. um, And then we did So Far Sounds was at the TuneCore office. Okay. And so following that, I did another gig at TuneCore. Okay. And they did that with me. And we were on the way to rehearsal. And I was talking to my sister. And she was like, y'all need to be a group. And I was like, well, we kind of are. And she was like, no, I would not be singing back up for you. The all need to be on in a group. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sure they don't look at it like that. Like, we're cool. Like, it's not, you know, whatever. But then I like jokingly brought it up to them and they were, I was like, would y'all, ha,
2: ha,
1: ha, would y'all like (laughs) that?
0: They call me Matthew (laughs) Noles, but (laughs) so I was like, hey, so my sister, (laughs) she said this funny thing. Would you guys be interested? (laughs) And they were like, Yeah. (laughs) So we did it. We just like got together. We just had a bunch of different sessions at 12 Studios. Mm, mm-hmm. um, and we just really, honestly, what we did was take songs that we all had separately written, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, we just fleshed them out. Our goal was to sound like a combination of Glee and the Clark Sisters, and we did it. to be perfectly honest now that you say that we
1: really did it now that you say that we wanted
0: to be we wanted to be like a cool Glee Club Club, like cool black kids doing Glee Club music
1: what I'm gonna do I'm gonna play this song a little bit of it we're gonna talk about it yeah
3: Way we go round and round, up and down, time and time again Don't know why we're comfortable, playing each other like violence. Tell me what you're staying for, gotta be more than cause we care Love just standing enough, we both know it's better somewhere I ain't giving up what I invested in Even if we ain't all the way 10 toes in and I put in work long time ago So no, no, no Ain't letting go You know what I want You know what I want All my favorite places And I know I like to start Lost up
2: on the branch And i shoot the first one I'm comfortable and I don't want to
3: Let you go, let you go.
1: that right there ladies and gentlemen was cousin it was the f- first song on the ep yes on the best, best life, life ep called In the on best life 2.0 oh with that's Jemonte. right yeah, yes. yeah yeah yes that's what we're dropping on this one right yes. here y'all y'all get that new new um hey. <laughs> yeah man um i'm really like i'm really w- one like i said when you now that you say glee club mm-hmm. clark sisters mm-hmm. Uh, somebody
0: also on Twitter threw in the walls group and we all died. That I mean, you know, <laughs> that thank will, you,
1: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I think it's um, it's just super dope because I I can say like, one there's so many things that come to my mind about like I don't know like about as you tell me the like origin story yeah. of of cousin. Um, I'm really a fan of just organic pairings yes. organic like yes. groupings in that sense, and just like there's no there's no like Spengali, no outside force saying, like, yeah. oh now let me put the whatever." No, In like, this world, making the band, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, no. What no, was che- God make the band? There you go. And That's no, better. No, no, so. no cheesecake at <laughs> yes. all, like you. But I think that it, it, what was dope though, is that like, like even with your sister's uh, statement, yeah. it really just came out of a a, a recognition, yeah. of of. The inherent chemistry already yeah. there, right? Yeah. It was, it was, it wasn't like, oh, I know the over it here. that
0: much. My sister does not mean to think that no,
1: yo, you out here <laughs> killing it. Always, <laughs> always give the advice to Rob, no matter what he says. <laughs> you right, you right. I love my sister, <laughs> but um, but no, um, but it's an essentially like, you know, it wasn't like, oh, I got this homegirl who da 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 da, and I got this dude who da-da-da. like it's just essentially, it literally was a natural, a natural thing. and.
0: Oh, so, okay, so about the name. <laughs> yeah. Because no, we are not cousins. I had this girl at Afropunk who was like, blown away that we're not cousins. <laughs> no, we are not cousins. We yeah. The idea was that the first time we got together, like I said earlier, it was as if I had known them my whole life. Mm-hmm. Like we hung out and like, vibed over like specific songs. Like every artist, like you, when you listen to an album, when you listen to an artist, yep. you have like your song. Right. All of our songs yeah. were all of the same ones. <laughs> so we were like, <laughs> it's almost like I'm hanging out with my favorite cousin. Yeah, okay. And so that's where it came from. There it is. It's just about that energy of... With some cousins, like, we all have family. Like, we have some cousins who, like, we're kind of distant with, like, hey, I love you, how's things? Right. But it's, like, <laughs> you're not the homie. Right, you right, know right, what right, I mean? right, right. Not, um, not that. Exactly. <laughs> and then we have our cousins that, you know, we go on our walks with for th- after Thanksgiving. <laughs> like, you know, we have... And so that's what Absolutely. it was. It was, like, it was that energy and about about being able to to understand someone mm-hmm. on a level that is really deep and natural.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: and so it was really um it was really i don't want to say a labor of love but it was mm-hmm. because it was really us just kicking it and like even the title track best life it was really just us talking about what was happening in our life like right. i just got off work Um, it's payday, but my bills are also due.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Um, I really just want to roll this up and Mm -hmm. like just let all of this stress go and just enjoy your company. Yeah. And so that's what it is. And to get the response that we got, I mean, like Apple Music, we were on the Apple Music um, Mm -hmm. alt R and B playlist. Yeah. We were number eighteen on the iTunes R and B chart. No kind of label. Yeah. No, like literally, we spent no money on this. Right, right, right. The cover was literally taken on my cell phone. <laughs> with the Hooji app, shout out to Hooji. I what know up? everybody is on the wave now. It's cool. Um, yeah, yeah. And so we just got a lot of love and support. And so now we're here with the remix EP. And mm-hmm. so we've got the homie Javante featured on the remix to "Comfortable," Absolutely. which "Comfortable" being so big is mind blowing to me because I wrote it in the bathroom at my job. That's what
1: I was gonna ask you. Like, what was the like? How did this come about? So I literally. was. As you know, mm-hmm. I worked at Whole Foods. Right, right, right.
0: We <laughs> um, chopped it up. <laughs> yeah. And so I was literally on the register at Whole Foods, and it it, it hit me, and I was, like, writing it down on a, on a um, receipt paper. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sometimes as a creative, you feel like, this melody I have, if I don't record this right now,
1: I may never hear it again. There are melodies, <laughs> and I'm not even, like, I don't. You know, position, posit myself a singer, but yeah. there are melodies I've heard where I'm like, it's lost. Like I don't, yes, I, like there I, are melodies that are gone. Where does it go? And I'm just like, I, w- I really wish. And so I, I said, come
0: back, hey, I did use the restroom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I literally, if I played the demo of me recording that, you will literally hear like a smooth jazz version of tony Braxton in the background because i was in the bathroom in my phone like yeah. going ham yeah yeah and um so yeah it's just so it's an it's an amazing feeling for your creativity and for your gifts to really be um seen yeah and to be heard and to be appreciated
1: how'd you connect with uh javante
0: Again, like, you know, writing for Soul Bounce really taught me networking. So there are a lot of people that I really respected and I loved and I knew that the audience that Soul Bounce had, Mm -hmm. they needed. Yeah. Again, we talked about our favorite artists being underrated and underappreciated. And so whenever I have had an opportunity, um, I have always given it to my favorites. Yeah. So, yeah. I like when I wrote for Soul Bounce, I'll write about a Jasmine Sullivan, I'll write about a K-Michelle, I'll write about a Beyonce, but I would write about a Javante, mm-hmm. I would write about a Brick Liam, Yeah, I would write about a Kian Martin, mm-hmm. because these were people who I didn't even know, Yeah, but I just knew that like, I, again, it felt like they felt like they were my cousins, like right. my distant cousins, like because I knew that they were doing this music thing the same way that I was and I knew that their stuff was good. Right. And so I would write about a Javante or even even just listen, just as a listener, like I love so many of these people's music. I love India Sean's music. I love indie people like they always, to me, make the best music because they're not creating out of this um, I mean, everybody's trying to get on, but everybody's not creating to try to fit radio or creating mm-hmm. to try to, like, fit this mold that somebody above them is saying, you have to do this. Right. Like, I'm sure somebody in some label right now is telling somebody they have to have a fake exit. I'm sure that they are. <laughs> they are. Absolutely. And my faves aren't doing that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My yeah. faves are doing what comes natural to them. Absolutely. So that's what it was. And then, you know... And he was singing back up with Gladys Knight, so I I had the opportunity to meet him um, one time at a show, mm-hmm. and he's just really good people. Like that's I just great. find that the people that connect to connect to and with me the most are good people, that's and great. so I
1: appreciate that.
0: Yeah, and so yeah, Javante is featured. Um, Brick Liam actually did our cover.
1: Oh, that's dope. And that's the homie. That's like he's like a brother, man. I would he's, love to to get him in. Yeah, here. You to it up him. Dope, yeah, you should. He's absolutely
0: yeah. dope, and I'm sure he will be down. He's and he's also great at conversation. I actually started. Earlier this year, on my own, I started Glow Up Rob. Yeah, you have a,
1: a, a um, podcast. Well,
0: well, yeah, oh. I'm on a podcast on the way with oh, my I'm sorry. friends from New Jersey, right, right, right Khalil right. and Sylvie, which, yeah, it's an amazing podcast. We have so much fun. <laughs> but then on my own, I started a show here. Actually, not on my own, really, with Brie, uh, mm. a.k.a. Who Goes As Crayon is our artist name.
1: Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So
0: we worked on a show together um, called Glow Up Rob, or gotcha. The Glow Up. And um, it's just me talking to black creatives about their journey and and their way, um, their progress and all of that. And my very first one got to be Brick. And it was, uh, it was, I feel like it's overwhelming because it was so good. (laughs) Because (laughs) our conversation was so natural, much like this. Mm. So it's been hard for me Like I haven't dropped The second episode And I feel like I have failed as a creative Because I Once again You know how we present ideas And we be excited And yeah. dug hole yeah, And we yeah. drop something When it's way too early But like we just love it so much And so now I have a show That has one episode
1: <laughs> But that one episode, one is, episode fire. is
0: fire fire though And he was on tour With PJ Moore, and So it's like oh, an exclusive man. Dude But um, I'm working on The second episode With Ray Louise Which is another Really good one so, and she's an incredible artist and so i'm working on it but i'm also trying to figure out where i wanted to go before i like press the gas again yeah yeah because i really wanted to be i wanted to maintain being special
1: got you man it's so dope to hear all of that and i think um and and i was saying this uh kind of off air but just like when (laughs) like when you speak Rob, like there's always like four different ideas that come to I'm, my mind and four different side conversations. I'm like, Oh, I want to talk about this, but now nah, I ain't got time. Now nah, I want to talk about this. So just let me know that letting y'all know out there that, uh, this right here is a, uh, a toiling experience in which we, <laughs> I, I, am, I am regimenting <laughs> and regulating myself to like, let Listen. me focus on the needs of the set list. But yes, um, no, it's oh, so yeah because group.
0: we have to get into these we questions.
1: Do, Cause gotta, I'm, gotta. I, uh, I'm ready. I'm okay. Prepared. Okay. That's what's up. You see, this is why I mess with my man's here. <laughs> Cause some of my peoples, I'm glad that anybody ever takes the time to sit down and talk with me about their set list. But some of these folks i will be giving, I like some of them, I I don't give them a a good, fair warning. But some people, I give a good, fair warning, and they still be showing up like, let me just go and Google real quick and figure out who I like or whatever. But no, I like that you came prepared. And as a result of that, man, I want to talk to you... About we played uh we played comfortable. Yes. Off of um um I said that very black. Comfortable. Yes. But we, we like played. people who say right. Aura. <laughs> right. I added the S <laughs> on Kroger. I did it all. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but uh but yes, comfortable. Uh but yes, uh we played uh comfortable featuring uh Javante, Javante Yes. Um and uh and that is of course on the cousin ep remix life 2.0 best life 2.0 shout
0: out to cousin kendra too we have k games who produced the remix of night lover which i know y'all are gonna love because y'all already love it it's kind of weird i never thought i would be in the phase of life where i made like quote-unquote baby making music but i'm pretty sure that people are doing that (laughs) if so just don't say it but i god bless you
1: Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, 20 years from now when someone wow. comes up to you and just says, "Like, yo, my mom." Oh my God! <laughs> Please, my mom. I'm a here don't. as a result <laughs> of what you recorded. You actually don't have to. You can oh. actually just pull
0: a Jill Scott, tap me on the arm, and say, "You know," and just walk away. I'll appreciate. it. Oh
1: goodness! So. Um, <laughs> But uh, but the thing about the set list is, as you know, it's like what we do is we like to get to know the artists by yeah. getting to know their influences. Yes. Uh, so I love to talk to artists and find out what it is that sticks out to them, what, what things have grabbed them, what musically things have inspired them. And we do that in the context of a set list, of really more of a track list, but essentially yeah. it's not as snazzy as set list. So we say set list here. Uh, so Listen, branding. Okay? Branding, that's what this is about, sorry. <laughs> uh, so, you know, when you're doing a show, you oftentimes like to have an introductory or, yeah. or, or a song, an opener that grabs the people as comfortable, certainly did for the people who listen to The Best Life 2.0. I would like to know for you, what is your favorite opener? So whenever
0: you ask me a question about music and you use favorite, I am overwhelmed with pressure and anxiety. <laughs> so anything that I say... It is a favorite. A favorite. But it is not the favorite.
1: Not the favorite. Let's be clear. Let's be clear. We are going to be very purposeful and intentional (laughs) with our definite articles. It is a favorite, Uh not the favorite. And I will also add this additional caveat. It is a favorite. I will say, like, if you want to think of it like... At this moment, yes. or what comes tomorrow? Yes yes, yes, yes. What comes tomorrow? So, in
0: the share my world era of my life, ooh, ooh. <laughs> my current, um, my current favorite opener, I would have to say Kendrick Lamar's "Wesley's Theory." I mean, you start your album with George Clinton and Thundercat. There's, I mean, what else can I say? Whoa.
1: <laughs> like, what we're gonna do is we're gonna play a little bit of this right here
0: because that will slap you right in the face.
3: a star, hey. every nigger is a star, every nigger is a star, hey. who am I, that you am I, and every is a star, hit me, when the four I do that you'll survive Sign, homie, I'm at Kaboo. Hit the dance floor, strobe lights like in the room. Snatch your little secretary bitch, for the homies. Blue eyed devil with a fat ass mouth. I'ma buy a brand new on bows. Truck the hood up two times, do slow. Planning them on everything, planning them on white, right? to the game, and a bad bitch shows. When I get signed, homie, I'ma buy a strap. Straight from the CIA, set it on my lap. Take a few M16s to the hood. Pass them all out on the black ones, dude. I'ma put the cop to swap me by the White House. Republican run up, get socked out. Hit the press with a you a nake on my neck, uneducated But I got a million dollar check like that We should never game, we should never game Take yeah, us money go back home, money go back home We should never game, we should never game But the 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 what for? Yo, what's up? It's Trey. Remember the first time you came out to the house? You said you wanted a spot like mine, but remember, anybody can get it. The hard part is keeping it, motherfucker. What you want, you a house, you a car. 40 acres and a mule, a piano, a guitar, anything. Say my name is Uncle Sam on your dog, Motherfucker, you can live at the mall. I know you're a guy. my own I don't have receipts.
1: That right there, ladies and gentlemen, is Wesley Theory. And that's how you start an album. Man, listen. That right there. I'm interested, like. It just, it kind of just smacks you in the face, yeah. bro. Like. Do you remember when you first heard the project? Yeah, I mean,
0: I'm, again, a music head, so when this came out, I was on it. It was also, like, spiritually to me connected to D'Angelo's album at the time. Like, it just was, it was just, I grew up um, in the church, as most of us did. and um, But my aunt, to be honest, she kind of really connected me to music in a way that I don't even think she realized yeah. because growing up she always had records. She always like she was a Luther Vandross stan. Gotcha. She was a George Clinton stan. Right. And so like she was just playing her stuff just being her. Right. But I was loving it. Yeah. <laughs> and she yeah, didn't. Yeah. My mom could not understand why I wanted to go to my aunt's house so badly. Yeah. And I don't think I understood at the time. I think it was, I just was like, it's family, like I lo- but it was really the music. yeah. And so, and then like the sample, like everything yeah. is a star. Shout out to Issa, and the outfit and all right, that. Right, like, right, right. It's just, it's, it just was so black and so honest. And I also just love seeing Uh, my favorites Mm -hmm. be able to do what they've always been trying to do like for instance if you look at beyonce lemonade beyonce has literally been trying to do lemonade since Mm. like (laughs) b-day like Mm. she's done all levels of video anthologies and all of these things trying to create this body of work and then you see lemonade and you see like wow this is you with all the like with all of the um the resources, right? The same thing with Janelle Monae's latest album. That's Janelle Monae. If if she had the resources now that she had back in the audition days Mm -hmm. she would have created what she created right 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 um and so that's what i felt about this album it was like i because again i follow kendrick from he when he had a he had a sample he had a king sample like early right he had um the the record about beyonce right right, 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 you know and so you watch people grow and then to see them reach this point where it's like oh you're where you've always
1: wanted to be absolutely
0: it's a beautiful thing
1: i'd agree yeah man i feel like and i feel like one of the things that was so so one what I you talk about how it was spiritually connected to D'Angelo's project yeah. for you in that sense like I could see that um and I, I just feel like what was so great about when To Pippa Butterfly dropped and particularly that opening song yeah is like there's this um this unmistakable blackness mm-hmm. that like, just, just it's, it's you instantly feel seen, like you feel seen, overwhelming, like, and there's this level of, and I don't even know if, like, truth. Be, and I love Kendrick, and I, I love damn, I, you know, I, yeah. I love Black Panther, all, all, like, I love what he's even what he's doing now. But I will say that what struck me about this project as well, too, is that like he's it, it's all you can always tell when an artist is like. He, is, he was rapping and not concerned with the white gaze. No. Like, he was literally he like, was creating I'm creely. talking to, to yep. us. Yep. Like, if they Even hear it, I and you and, like, it's just All so, of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it was yeah. just necessary. It was incredible. Incredible. The other part of a set list that we talk about is uh called the, um we, we call it the crowd pleaser section or whatever. And um, what I often do is I posit it, you know, that, like, artists themselves may have like songs that like a like their fans love to see them do you yeah. know um and i realize that cousin is a new incarnation for yeah. all three of you all yeah, yeah yeah and people can definitely go and check out rob milton's Absolutely. solo material yeah. as well because you man. out here sir You yeah. you got some work out in these streets man i was just trying to survive so <laughs> i, I was, was like i like this
0: i like that's the thing So, I mean, again, sorry, I'm Tyra. You're good. So... Jackie Hammond um, was in a group called Martin Parks. I met her and I went to Virginia State University. I okay. met her in my choir. Mm-hmm. And um, we coming into a gospel choir is like intimidating mm. because the old heads, like it's basically a fraternity. Like, yeah, yeah, the old yeah. heads are like <laughs> trying to make you feel, mm-hmm. you know, whatever or like solidify their spot, yeah. whatever. But then it's also like a loving type of thing. Mm-hmm. But I've always felt like the reason why I've never done a fraternity because I feel like they do this thing where they, they beat you up to bring you what do you what is it beat, yeah, tear you down to beat you up you, right, but i feel right. like life has teared me down <laughs> quite well it's like they so, beat you to it i'm okay <laughs> right, right 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 but um yeah so when you come in like you kind of stick really close to the people that come in with you but Got our you. group was at least 100 people like a hundred wow. of us were new in the choir wow and at the time like i've honestly always considered myself to be shy mm-hmm. but looking back at it, it I don't think I'm shy. I think I'm just careful about the energies that I like yeah. to connect with. Yeah, yeah. But Jackie was someone who was really quiet. and But something in her, like, instantly I connected to her. Yeah. And so she left the next year, and she came back, and she came back. She had a MySpace page with this song on it. And when she was gone, I was hitting her up like who knew that you had this in you? Like, what were you doing? Like, I'm certain that nobody that was in this choir with us knows that you have this thing. Like she has a voice that it's like, it's like she studied Ella Fitzgerald, but like, I can't even explain it. It's just magical. And so she was in a group at the time. They were called Martin Parks. It was Jackie and Roman, uh, Roman Lee Northfleet, shout out to the homie. Um, and then they went from Martin Parks to the, they changed their name to black fantastic. But, In the process of her creating her um, first solo project, Lazy Love, she hit me up and asked me if I wanted to record a song with her. And at the time, I did not think that my gift was special at all. Mm. Like Even still to this day, I have times where people calling me to do stuff or whatever, and I'm like, me? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I guess I honestly don't want to lose that because I feel like... Once you lose that you become t- you begin to think that you're old something. I got you. And I never want to feel that way. I feel you. So she called me and asked me to jump on lazy with her and I was like hesitant because I'm like I can I do this actually? <laughs> because again I didn't have anybody that I that I was connected to that did music or that was into this type of thing and so I just really didn't see it as something special in general. Um And so we But we created Lazy together And she told me When we went to record She was like Once you do this You're never gonna stop And I was like ah, You know I'm kinda <laughs> nervous actually So I don't really know That's real cute And, and um once we did it I literally never stopped <laughs> Like Roman produced Two EPs My very first two EPs Love Today And um yes Lazy is a beautiful song It's, it's forever It's one of my favorites
1: We're gonna play A little bit of that
3: right here Yeah
0: Yeah. the whole mood. Man, Jackie, like, she's so refreshing. And um, so, but yeah, so Roman produced my first two projects. They were free EPs on Bandcamp. Mm -hmm. It was Love Today Mm -hmm. and Shine Tomorrow. And um, the sound was instantly something that was really, like, Dilla-esque. And it wasn't on purpose. Mm -hmm. It's just, like, with Roman's... Roman sound at the time, and and just my energy of what was happening in life, it just came out to be a very like Georgia M. Modro like mm-hmm. that type of vibe, and so I just, but I, I honestly kept creating. Like I, I graduated undergrad, and I went. Um, I interned at MTV And I thought that I was Going to get a job there It didn't work out So I ended up Going to grad school And while I was in grad school You know you get those little Extra loan checks Or whatever So I was (laughs) Putting all my money To rent into music And I just Was Just doing What I felt like I was supposed to be doing Right And so I I was Like I recorded at Converse Rubber Track Studios Mm -hmm. And I linked up with Fresh Daily Mm -hmm. And recorded a record With him there And um I just was at the same time again i was writing for soul so i was taking those skills that i was learning um under kim Butter. shout out to butter and dante they're incredible people Mm -hmm. the skills that i was learning under them i was taking that to send emails to afropunk and Mm -hmm. to saint haran and to okay player and so it was interesting because i didn't really have an audience but i had Mad press.
1: Yeah. And so yeah. it was
0: it was almost like
1: so people weird. were
0: like confused. Yeah, like yeah. who are you? Right, 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 <laughs> How are you doing this? Right, right, right. But it was That's really just dope. God, honestly. Yeah. Like honest sometimes I look back at the things and like the people that I've contacted and, and conversations that I've initiated and mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, you did
2: that?
1: Right, right, right. <laughs> right right. right. <laughs> who are you? Right.
0: Um, but yeah, and so
1: That's super dope. I've
0: I've been, you know, been working for the past I it's, it'll be I think seven years. Fantastic. yeah and so my last solo project was produced by georgia amaldreau yes and um she is like being able to work with someone who was like your hero right is just and i mean we didn't have the the traditional in studio sure whatever but her just acknowledging my presence mm-hmm. was enough yeah, yeah and then even after the project was released I watched her Instagram live, and um, I guess my name popped up, and she started singing one of the songs. And for me, like, you know, in this industry, people, to some people, it's a check. And so I could have sent her a check for this production, and she could have kept going on about her life. But the fact that she listened and, like, knows the records, I'm still to this day it away. It means so much. And so, yeah. Um, but Rob Milton music is always going to be a thing, but like cousin is something that is really special right now, sure. and I'm like really putting all of my time and my energy into cousin because I believe that I really believe in uh, the three of us individually, but as yeah. a, as a collective, it's something that I feel is necessary mm-hmm. because we don't have like we don't we don't really have groups like like. We have and we have the boy and girl groups that are like slowly popping up. Mm-hmm. We have the older like Escape coming back and right, then we have right, like Danny DeCain and Day Twenty Six coming back. But right. I love like Francis the new the new respects, I believe they're called. Mm-hmm. And um even like Jackson Ave right now. Right, right, right. These right. are all really dope groups and I yeah. just think that the three of us together create something that is special. Yeah. I was and I think people see it as special. So I, I would agree. I'm with it.
1: And I think that like you know, I was thinking about this, too, trying to think, like, you don't, often you also don't see, certainly not in the last 10 years, per se, like, the co-ed group yeah. as well, too. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, and I feel like there was a time, like, late 90s where that was kind of a thing, or yeah. you'd see it at least a little more prevalent. I'm trying to remember, was something for the people, were they a mixed group, or I can't really remember. Uh, they had that mm. song, uh, was it Your Love is a one in a 187 one i was gonna is, say now
0: a, my music knowledge is oh, okay. wise before my years word but up. i'm still a bit <laughs> understood you are
1: good i'm just talking but i'm thinking in those in those contexts of like uh um, yeah that's the other thing that i think I mean, sticks out for you all and we
0: had briefly like coffee brown we did have <laughs> coffee know, brown absolutely. Had moment, we, and that's the other thing oh, wow wow that literally just like, it just mm-hmm. hit me. I have my old Lucy Pearl.
2: <laughs> yes,
0: yes. Yes, And I do. love it. Yes, you like, do. Lucy, that is Pearl Lucy Pearl is Pearl one of, there. that's one of my biggest, mm-hmm. like, influences. Like, Raphael Sadiq is just mm-hmm. someone who is, man, like, he's, there's no explaining, like, the genius that he is. And I'm so Incredibly glad that he's still out here day. killing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's a um, respected and venerated, but then yeah. also underrated yeah. and not acknowledged in yeah. that way, too. Like, it's it's weird that he exists in both spaces. Um, when I think about the crowd-pleaser, though, I'm curious. What I often ask artists is, can they put themselves in that position, though, where they were in the audience? Where they had to... So they, I
0: have a moment prepared, yes. Okay. When they
1: found themselves. Like, yo, I am. A, I often am on stage. I often am in behind the curtain. But this is me, like... Whatever it is, it put me in that place of I am just a fan.
0: So, um, Otis Brown III is an incredible um, drummer and jazz musician. We actually went, grew up in the same church. Crazy. So, he's a really close family friend. Um, he dropped his album, The Thought of You, on Blue Note a few years ago. And at the release show at BBQ's, there was a moment where Robert Glasper was on keys. Um, Melanie Daniels, the voice, Melanie Daniels was on stage with a microphone. Bilal was on stage with a microphone and Gretchen Parlato was on stage stage with a microphone. And these people took me literally to another planet. Like it was the most incredible musical moment that I've seen in person in my life. I I mean, and I've seen so much, but though that was just a moment that I probably will I know that I'll never get to see again. And at the time, Instagram was on that weird like 15 second video thing. <laughs> right. So the only clip I have of it is like 15 seconds, but it was just so magical. And like, it's just moments like that where I know I'm in the right place at the right time
1: absolutely i'm gonna play this song i it obviously is not what you saw yeah but i'm gonna play this and we'll talk okay Ladies and gentlemen, that right there was Otis Brown third. The Thought of You featuring yeah. Bilal. Um, that night you described, man, is crazy. I, I would have been right there with you just, yeah. if, you know, just a puddle on the floor. Yeah, exactly. Gone. <laughs> just all the way gone. Um, man, it's super dope. It's super dope that, um, that you've just been able to have kind of these experiences as well as like... I don't know. I just think it's really important as a musician and as an artist mm-hmm. to to just never lose that fandom. Yeah. You know what I mean? Never lose that ability to just be and a I'm listener. Not,
0: I'm not going to lie. It's kind of it can be kind of hard because we live in this 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 phase of trying uh, we we all want to be heard. Yes. And as a music head and as a listener, like I'm I'm extremely supportive mm-hmm. when I like something. I love it. Mm -hmm. And so I want everybody to know about it. And so I'm going to post it. I'm going to like, you know, like even just leaving now, like we, we looking up on SoundCloud, like, Oh, have you heard of so-and-so? Have you heard this song? Mm -hmm. Such and such like that. But when it comes to, when you get to the place of, when you realize that people are on the same level of you Mm -hmm. and they have this same opportunity to use their platform to help you and they don't, it's kind of hurtful. Yeah. Yeah. And so as a, as a human, outside of being a creative as a human, you have to figure out how to balance those emotions right. and how to still be yourself because I don't want to be bitter. I, understand. I don't want to be someone who doesn't do what they naturally do mm-hmm. outside of because of hurt feelings. I understand. but in the same token, it's like fam, you have the same reach that I have right 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 And if someone is supportive to you, like I don't I'm not saying you be supportive to get support back right. But don't tag me in your stuff and you know you ain't posting mine.
2: Let's just be very clear. <laughs> right. I right. love you. Right, right,
0: right. But don't do this but to me. But don't do
1: this to me. Yeah. It's a very yeah, it's a very interesting thing. And I feel like I've heard um a couple other artist friends of mine uh talk about that issue at times too. Mm-hmm. And as a result, it's you know, it it really depends on how you respond as a person. Because yeah. I know some people some of my friends, they also are like, Yeah, for that reason. I try not to engage with a lot of artists because yeah. I just don't want to have my feelings hurt. No. I don't want to so, like, yeah. So I'm
0: moving to Atlanta. I I like um, adjusted and I started using this. Uh, I guess you can call it a motto. Mm-hmm saying shoot all shots mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it's something that brie uh crayon and i talk about often we mm-hmm. sit around and we talk about like different ideas like i really want to produce tributes mm-hmm. on an award show okay. I, we really want to like a and R albums like yeah. where we, we do photography like we have great eyes for photography so we just have different ideas and like tons and tons of notes where we just like yeah. talk about different ideas that we have mm-hmm. and every now and then i'm like yo Brie, I'm about to tweet this. Like, well, mm-hmm. I will say something that's fire and be mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm about to tweet this. Mm-hmm. But I'm noticing that people will literally steal your ideas. That happens. And it'll be your faves. That happens. And so it's really hard. It's like, how do I maneuver? Because you have to realize that this, I mean, people, wherever humans are, Mm -hmm. there's going to be like, absolutely, there's going to be issues. Yeah. Every now and then. Right. And so I'm really trying to learn how to maneuver in this world and be my genuine, natural. Loving, caring, like supportive self,
2: right? Right, but
0: also not be ripped to shreds, yeah, and left empty it's tough man it's a hard thing it's
1: tough but that's you,
0: adulting you know it
1: is that is what adulting it's is.
0: totally not <laughs> what i was promised that it would be
1: <laughs> it was, definitely i tell people all the time i was completely oversold the idea of adult absolutely but like, yeah they definitely absolutely told me all the all the features but i'm totally defects. ready
0: for this uh collaborative conversation this collaborative <laughs> question
1: i have my my top five prepared. i love it i love so, it because my man is like he's yes. like he's like jumped like yo i'm i'm
3: you, you, you ready been to join. Uh, you <laughs> I've to been go? To?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bet. So, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go first, though. gonna okay. Talk about you. Okay. Because you've done collaborative work. We've even talked about yes. the idea that you just did this whole ass project with Georgia and Drove. Yeah. Um. What is maybe your? I mean, and in an essence, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna remove the power from your hands, and I'm mm-hmm. going to go ahead and talk about. Although this is not a um you know a collab although cousin is not a collab mm-hmm. it is essentially three individual artists mm-hmm. coming together and like combining forces yeah. and create and you've even talked about the idea that there were a lot of individual songs yeah people who wrote you all had personal songs that yep. you just said like hey like this can be a group work or whatever yeah. so in that sense i'm going to like you know kind of pivot and talk talk about it in this context for you okay for for your own personal collaboration i'm going to talk about cousin talk to me about night night lover yeah tell me about the creation of this song
0: man. okay so i'm actually, i'll run it down so comfortable was written by me in the bathroom of whole foods shout out to whole foods on Ponce. um night lover was written by Muna, uh and then bitter snow was written by brie as well yeah so, um, you know what we did was we would take our voice notes and our um lyrics and we would like present it to each other and then go from there building on again the harmonies and building on Bree, who produced the whole entire e p mm-hmm. She's an incredible producer, like, mm-hmm. please don't sleep,
1: yeah,
0: um. Yeah. So she produced the whole E P. We would just like listen to different sounds and she would be putting it together. We would be like, you know, strengthening our melodies or yeah. um building our harmonies or like, you know, changing words here and there or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was really like honestly and truly such a collaborative effort. Like That's dope. there was no um one person does everything. We all did everything. That's super and so it was dope. a really beautiful thing.
1: I'm gonna play a little bit of night lovers so Okay, can listen to it.
3: back and forth these natural walls. we made a vow to never leave you take the reins i'll follow you lead i'll take the blame naturally seems to me the only time that we agree is when you want my
1: Fast, man. I just I uh, Night Lover, man. Yeah. Night Lover.
0: Yeah. I'm sure that people listen to some of these cousin records, people that have been listening to my music and they're like, who are you? No, nah, I'm just saying, bro. <laughs> who like, is this person? Night lover. Like, <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, bruh, like. It's good, man. Thank you. It's like Thank really you. good, bruh. Like, I'm really I'm excited about yeah. like what's to come with cousin. And,
0: I'm like, the most proud of it because it was so natural. Yeah. Like no no one was trying to do or be anything. We yeah. literally were just having fun.
1: <laughs> right, right. And right. that's
0: the best part. Yeah. Like I think it, it feels the most special because we were being ourselves. Sure. Like a lot of times as artists. We not that we're not being ourselves, but we have like who we want to be painted and seen as, right. and we present ourselves in this kind of robotic way. But with cousin, we literally like even if you look at the promo videos that I posted on Instagram, yeah, we were sitting on my back porch,
1: gotcha, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. literally
0: just kicking it,
1: Right. So, it's, yeah. it's it's so dope. I think, um, you know, in that same vein, like you're doing like collaborative work. Y'all coming together as this. And like you said, it's effortless. Yeah. Talk to me, man. What is your favorite collaborative project, work, song, something that come together where you were just like, yo, this blew me away? So I'm
0: not going to give you one. I'm <laughs> sure you were prepared for that.
1: Um, but All I have them.
0: so many of these because I live for a duet. Donny Hathaway specifically taught me forever a stand of his work and yeah. his duets, like mm-hmm. him and um, Roberta Flack just made some the way that they the way that they got together and the way that they meshed and the way that their chemistry right. and their and en- their energy like the way that they created together was super special to me. Yeah. And it's kind of been something that has been like like and these are two that are on my top 5 that I'm going to mention. Bet. But with Lazy with Jackie, yes. that's one of my favorite collaborations outside of me being in it. It just was it's just really special. Like right. there's not been one time that I've played that song for someone that they didn't like respond in this specific way. Um, it's beautiful, bro. Yeah. It's and then also, I'm going to continue to to plug myself. Rob Bob, Milton and yes. Crayon Almost Cried mm. is another really special duet moment that we actually dropped earlier this year. And um, I think that kind of... I'm moving to Atlanta. My music kind of shifted in a way that was really personal. Before I was here, I'm a church kid. And you can take the church out of the kid, but you cannot. You can take the kid out of the church, but you can't take the church out of the kid. And so a lot of my music was, it seemed like I was writing about relationships and like I was writing about love and I was, but it was really more so to God. (laughs) Like a lot of my songs were about my relationship with God, but they just, they, I, I, it's very BB and CC Wine is if you will. (laughs) Okay. Um, But with moving to Atlanta, I really found myself writing personal stuff and like stuff that was just real life. And with Almost Cried, it was a moment where I was in a situation and I felt like, wow, I should be really sad that this is ending. But in reality, I'm realizing I can go back to my life now. I can go back to watching my shows when I want to watch them because I don't have to wait for you because you don't watch shows the way that I do. It was really like, I just... I'm going to go back to me now and enjoy me. And I think a lot of times we miss that. We miss enjoying ourselves because we're so focused on wanting to be tied with someone else and wanting to have somebody else to live this life with. And that's awesome. Yeah. It's cool. But know that you're dope, too. And, like, yeah. you, you're spending time alone is not the worst thing that you can do.
1: That's super. Man, let me play a little bit of that so people yes. can get an idea of what we're talking about here. This is uh, Almost Cried, Rob Milton. Training. Yeah.
0: The moment you closed the door, that's when I knew for sure That things would never be the same I felt like I should be crying If I said I was, I'd be lying My heart hurt, but before I knew it, I wrote this verse, mm, yeah Maybe it's because I knew I'd never be a number one I knew that I deserved better We were having fun, oh yeah At the end of the day, you're gone anyway And I just can't lose no sleep I got shit to do today Now I ain't saying this ain't worth But the arguments, they make me nervous Because I don't
3: believe you'll ever change
0: I realized that I
3: enjoyed enjoyed my life before you came in. I tried, tried to compromise, thought we should share our lives. I'm sure you've been.
0: Ain't worth it. But the arguments they make me nervous because I don't believe you'll ever change.
3: You're saying I just wanna change you, but I just wanna rearrange the way you express how you feel. I almost cry. the
0: We should
1: our That right there, ladies and gentlemen Rob Milton Yes Creon A
0: little doo-wop pop as Tamar calls it <laughs> I'll take it
1: I'll take it Um, Man And um. Psh- it's just incredible. Were those, were those your collaborations? Were those all? Those there? are no, no,
0: no. Those are my those are my plugged those in collaborations. Plugged in now collaborations. for the rest of the top five, please, because I love an underrated bop. Yes. So I'll say Mary J. Blige and Usher Shakedown, a collaboration that was extremely slept on, and I don't understand how it wasn't like a number one somewhere. Like, what were y'all doing? <laughs>
3: Boy, I will be your friend forever we're well, going and leave me that heart and you can get mine I'm gonna be your baby tonight If you're in the dark, I'll be your light. All you need is my love I'm telling you what's, what's up? up, so I'm just make me for love It's a shake down, shake down I'm robbing mm-hmm. you for your love She's robbing me for my love It's a shake down, shake down nothing. Jay
1: Blige, down. Usher, Shakedown, yes. man, y'all slept. <laughs> That's all I got to say. What I love though is how accusatory y'all, y'all definitely slept. But yeah. I was on it. <laughs> exactly. It's you, like I'm on it, but you. What, but, what's another one?
0: We've also, um, we've already covered the fact that I am a stand for both Jasmine Sullivan and Belial. So you're my everything on Black Radio too. I mean, really. <laughs>
1: And gentlemen wow that right there so much hilarity has happened in if the jasmine
0: sullivan singing does not do something to your shondo i can't <laughs> trust you i'm sorry
1: i don't want to trust you <laughs> you are clearly a sociopath clearly you're a terrorist uh, right 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 and we can't have the terrorists win no. um uh, but um but yes man so one more one more you got one more i know this
0: is i've recently discovered this i mean you know you have your favorite artists and you think that you know every song that they've done um but i recently discovered this cover that brandy and ray j did called another day in paradise that i am absolutely obsessed with absolutely
1: Ray J, another day in paradise. I, I, you know, I tell people all the time we can laugh at Ray J if we want to. Listen, there's the because the, there are things to laugh at. I'm not gonna act like they're not. But what we're not gonna do is act like that man can't produce and can't sing and can't.
0: Let me let you know that Willie and Sandra created <laughs> some incredible, creative. <laughs> Weirdos. Uh, God bless Right, them. right,
1: right, right, right. God bless the Norwoods. <laughs> God bless them. <laughs> They're incredible, I'll tell you that. Oh my gosh, man. We are making our way through this set list here. Uh, again, this is Rob Milton of Cousin. Yeah. And um, you, the other part of a set often is uh, what we call a cover song. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we just got done listening to one. Shout uh, out to Phil Collins. Uh, Phil Collins, yeah. covered by Ray J and Brandy. What we also do is we um, make sure that during a set, we listen to kind of uh, cover songs. That shows up a lot of times in people's sets. We just got done listening to one uh, another day in paradise. Phil Collins uh, with Brandy and Ray J. Um, but you, mm-hmm. Rob Milton of Cousin, you <laughs> uh, you have done covers before too, correct? Yeah. Um, what is a song? Because I, I, sometimes I get MCs that I talk to, and like in hip hop, we don't necessarily actually do covers. We might yeah. do. We might remix something, we sample, you know what I mean? Then that way, but Do a like, little freestyle. Little freestyle, you know what okay. I'm saying? A little little, little, okay. little bit of that. But um, we jocque it. But um, mm. <laughs> But uh but for you, sir, like what's one of like your more standard like a cover that you always kinda go to a little bit that you like?
0: So I am also a Niles Barkley fan. Um they are it's one of my like Nars Barkley and um uh Lucy Pearl are two of like really, really big influences for me be and, and the Fuji's. Um because just the way that they collaborated and the way that they created honestly formed the way that I create and the way that I collaborate. So before I moved to Atlanta, Nars Barkley crazy was my to- my go to, as yeah. it is for many of us indie artists. Mm but i know that in atlanta it's in crazily oversaturated (laughs) you know everyone sings crazy at their Mm -hmm. you know bar mitzvahs (laughs) at their open mics at the funeral whatever they have to do and so i i I yanked it down but i did um i I took it out of my set but i do have like a an acoustic version i performed at a um uh, what's it called what is it? Oh, I performed at Arlene's Grocery in um, New York mm. a couple of years back and recorded what was my little um, unplugged. Not, let me not say little because you know black people when they put little in front of it they, they really try to they really throw try. shade. <laughs> but um, I recorded an unplugged album um, at Arlene's Grocery and I have a version of Crazy on there. Also, if you listen to my Rebirth album, I have um, I did a Nas Barkley cover on there as well.
2: I ooh I I I I know how to transform I can transform I'll transform I'm a
3: transformer I I I, ooh I, I, I I I know
0: how to transform I can transform I'll transform, I'm a transformer I'm just being myself, Myself. plus I gotta be me too too. Silly of me to think I couldn't bring myself to be you But behold there is benevolence Benevolence. behind Behind this this, But don't stare though, be careful cause 'cause I'll kill you with kindness. kindness That's why I'm dressed quite neatly 'Cause it's easy and discreetly they seek me, and when they reach me and see me, they believe me completely. They believe me completely. I'm a real life why, If it's between me and you, I can transform, transform, transform without even trying. Ooh. I, I. Transform, I can transform, I'm a
3: transformer, oh, I, I know how to
1: transform, man, that right there, whew. y'all ain't heard Transformer like that, man, you ain't heard it like that, I could never do CeeLo Justice, but bruh. I had to, bruh, I so appreciate it, um, like I said when I talk to singers I'm able to actually ask them about their cover song but a lot of times like I said when it's an MC I might not be able to have that so what I then also pivot and also ask them often is what is perhaps just your greatest influence you know who who is your influence who is your greatest influence and I know with the one and only Rob Milton of Cousin, <laughs> that you, sir, you're you going to give it to me on this one. Okay,
0: so I have a few, but I'm, I'm only going to give one right now. Like I said, this is my current of this moment. But I, I mean, you know, I mentioned Oz Barkley and CeeLo. And I have to say, CeeLo is, is a great influence, and he is, to me, Um, much like i'll say like this next person is representation like we all talk about wanting representation and wanting to be seen and wanting to look on tv or hear on the radio somebody that looks and feels and sounds like you and CeeLo is one of them but for me at the current moment the other one is james fawnleroy james fawnleroy is literal like when people say goals to me that like i don't have that's who i look up to like that's my that path that lane of being free and like he literally he calls himself the sensei but I call him the blueprint because he's really able to write unstoppable and undeniable hit records for megastars but then also create his own like yeah. weird completely left field music Absolutely. and it's like he creates freely he lives freely he loves my girl Mary like I do <laughs> he looks like me I see myself in him he's represent he is literally representation for Rob Milton
1: Got you. and so
0: I love that and his new he's getting ready to drop his debut album which if you've been a fan like you know he's had a thousand albums it's, yeah so call it this one the <laughs> debut is it's cool but like you really get right. to your discography right 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 um but dying from crying and the video and all of that is just it's it's everything it's everything that I've wanted from him since the moment that I heard him do the demo for Beyonce's that's why you're beautiful mm. like that he is literally he's goals
1: yeah what's so wild is uh so for this week um uh, we're recording this on a Tuesday okay. this Monday, yesterday rather, uh, we just put up uh, the video for uh, "Dying for Crying" on Fourth District yeah. for this new music Mondays, yeah. and um, it's it's just an incredible, it's incredible triplicate work yeah, of just amazing just so visuals good. and songs. Yeah. But then I, you know, I think it's also just it's also what you said too, like like whether 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 or not you're experiencing him for the first time now, mm-hmm. or you knew him. You know, in his work, obviously, with Kendrick, Cocaine 80s, or Frank, or whoever, like, Beyonce, all of that stuff. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, he
0: wrote the whole, basically, the whole Bruno album. The whole. Like, he gave Bruno hits on hits on hits.
1: It's just, it's incredible, the amount of work that, and just like, and like you said, is able to exist in, like, multiple planes.
0: It's almost like he's living... He's almost like Miley Cyrus. Like, not Miley Cyrus, but like Hannah Montana. Yeah, Pardon no, me. yeah. Forgive me. Uh, no, I'm, but I'm just saying exactly <laughs> yes. what you mean. Because it's like, he creates these mega hits and like this mainstream music and not... It's respectable mainstream yes. music. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's respectable pop. Like, you yeah. know, music snobs, we look at pop and it's like, that's cute, mm-hmm. but like, mm-hmm. it ain't Layla Hathaway. Right, right, right. But <laughs> James <laughs> Fauntleroy makes music that is... It is so amazing but then mm-hmm. his own music is amazing in a completely different way. Yeah.
1: It's a completely different it's 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 crazy. What you're saying is interesting because I think what he does in a, in in some ways which I think is so cool is that he does uh he like he'll do it's almost like funding two sides of the revolution because yeah. what he'll do is he will do the pop hit Mm -hmm. and the smash that you all know that we all come to Mm -hmm. know and it's like oh man that's good that's respectable pop as you said like right he will give you that right and you'll be like man that's impressive that's incredible james fauntleroy is dope but then he will do the music that's like sub sub genre sub like and it's slowly like it hasn't made its way to the mainstream yet but like He's almost like setting, like, in eight months, a year. Yeah. This is what we're going to be on. Yep. But I'm going to do it now. But I'm doing it now. With, like, less fanfare. And when y'all catch
0: on. And when y'all catch on, it's cool. I'll
1: also make the hit for that, <laughs> exactly. too. Like it's, wow, wow. Yeah. This is Dying Dying from Crying, Man. James Fauntleroy. There was a situation
3: I tried to handle. I wasn't even ready it didn't even need help at least you didn't want it I don't know what you wanted from me.
1: right there ladies and gentlemen was james fauntleroy dying from crying wow 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 indeed man shout out to the sensei <laughs> we bow in in, in Listen, humble reverence yeah um rob milton uh of cousin in which uh by the time y'all hear this uh the best, best life 2.0 will be yeah. out it'll be out it for be the out. people. yeah um Sir, like, we are uh, rounding third, heading home with this whole thing. And um, what I'm excited about, man, even off of uh, the Best Life Project, is that what you were able to put together, uh, it's just this, the EP, essentially, what, four songs? Four songs. And it's just enough and yet more like like it's in the sense where it's just like man like
0: i love that we accidentally you know how people have like interludes or whatever and people are like god why isn't this a long song like even like jill scott crown royal like still to this day people are pressing her (laughs) i never would have imagined that y'all would feel that way about best life like the title track is an interlude and people have been blowing us up like yo i better have a full version on the next project and we will, but it'll be on the album. But um man, thank y'all. For real.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um I just wanna talk a little bit about the closer for the album for okay. the EP. Okay. It's song Bitter Snow. Yes. I'm gonna play it in the we'll crayon. Yeah, cousin, it's, it's such a it one is such a well written song, man. Like that's
0: I told you all crayon man her <laughs> pen is. Listen,
1: impressive. Yeah, impressive. Um, talk to me, man. What is what is your favorite closer to an album or a favorite? To let a me, favorite. let me be very clear. My bad.
0: I'm going to again. So as you can see, I'm. I, if you're taking count, I stand for quite a lot of people. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but my the, my faves are they're better than your faves. Let's just be clear. Um, so, my one of my favorite closers is uh, B. Slade. He's formerly known as the gospel artist T Tone. Um, he's another big influence of mine. He is the most consistent and one of the most talented people on this planet. I'm actually pretty sure he doesn't belong here. <laughs> but he put out an album a while back called Knowing That. I guess you could say it's very Janemone-esque. It's like a concept album and about androids and like uh the world in a very conceptual way. Um, which is probably why I loved it so much because it's a bit obscure. But the very last record is called Photosynthesis, and it's so undeniable. Like the way that he sings on this record should be illegal. Um, the production, everything, and it was it's almost like it ties together the the rest of the album the rest of the album is so like left field and like very Nas barkley very janelle monae very like otherworldly but photosynthesis is honestly super r&b and also he just he just has such an incredible gift with his voice and he knows how to use it perfectly and so um that's one of to me one of the most solid album closers ever
3: Took a bullet for the dream That we would one day all be free Free from prejudice Free from sexism Free from bigotry I die for creativity I die for freedom to
1: So there's that (laughs) right right uh b slade one one the other thing that the many things you can say about b slade is that he's just incredibly prolific right there's just so much work that he does and so i can say without reservation like i am not familiar with that project Mm -hmm. and when i hear that but i'm familiar with b slade and tone and obviously but when i hear that there's a level of like that's so incredible. That's so impressive. I almost want the additional payoff of I need to go back and hear the album to oh, see yeah. what builds up to it. Oh yeah. Because it's like getting like the relief without like, man, like I wanna I wanna know where he started exactly. on the project. I re, you know, I remember the first time I heard what it was, pronounced Tone. Oh my I heard God. <laughs> I heard personal Jesus. Personal. I, I, I heard make the me Thing old. Is I heard like
0: <laughs> how did my mom let me buy that album? <laughs> What was she
1: thinking? <laughs> I mean, bruh. It's just, it was so incredible, like, hearing. And, like, you kind of knew at that. Like, you knew even then. Like, no, you, you were just like, there's and something There's something else going on. In here. this
0: conversation, I must say shout out to the homie Imade. who Please. Who is the creator of Depressed While Black. Yes. Because this is the exact substance of our friendship.
1: Absolutely.
0: Every conversation is about just the journey and, mm-hmm. and the... The incredible catalog of B. Slade, and the thing is, with like my favorites, like B. Slade and like Georgia Maudro, M. for instance, mm-hmm. they release so much music that it's impossible to know everything. It's crazy. It's impo- it's, it's it's like Prince, but it's like they actually released the music. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know that I mean? too, that too. So, but yeah, but it's a yeah. level
1: of like there's you know there's so much music that's out. So period. much, and to that end, like Georgia Maudro is a good example, of, yeah. like you said, because there's a thing of where. You kind of might just tune out yeah. for like six months or a year. And miss six albums. You come back and you're like, when did four projects like, come when? out? <laughs> like I didn't I didn't know that You didn't the, give me a chance. You didn't give me a chance <laughs> to, you know what I'm saying? But literally you were just like, I'm catching my breath. I'm Absolutely. just gonna look somewhere else. And so Absolutely. that's how I feel about Be Slayed is that like I'll look up and like even when I was looking at the song, I'm looking at I'm just like yeah, there's six projects here that I'm exactly. not really. There's like two that I heard of but I didn't take the time to listen to and like And the just- thing
0: with them, they helped me also realize that it's okay to not like everything from an artist.
1: That's so true. That's because we have
0: our faves and, and and now I feel like in, I I use Stan very lightly, but Mm -hmm. I feel like Stan culture is a real thing and it's scary Mm -hmm. um, because I feel like in being a fan or being a super fan or whatever, people get to this place where they, they don't allow their the people that they're looking up to, the people that they're listening to, to be imperfect. Right. It's okay if they do something that's not so great.
1: Absolutely. You don't Absolutely. have
0: to like or stand up or stand in agreement of everything that they do and say.
1: Absolutely. So,
0: you know, I mean, it's, it's a lesson and I, I appreciate them for releasing as much music as they do and allowing me to learn that it's okay. It's okay for me to love this record, but not love the other record.
1: Right. And as an artist, it frees me up to know like, I don't feel any less about yeah. them yeah. if I don't love everything exactly. from them. And so, as as I'm creating, as I'm doing music, so often it can be like this paralysis of analysis yeah. where you're sitting there, like, oh, I got to make sure, da da da, because I don't want to let down these people yep. and these people. But at the end of the day, like, get that out. Like, get the music and out. And that's the
0: thing is that there's somebody, there's an audience for everything. There's an audience. And that's for honestly a part of my journey here in Atlanta is that, you know, prior to moving here, my music was very very soul-driven, very neo-soul-driven, mm-hmm. very, like I said, Dilla, Dorton and M.O. Mm-hmm. Um And I know that me moving here kind of, uh, people who have consistently listened might might have been a bit confused because mm-hmm. I started using auto-tune. <laughs> gotcha, <laughs> I started yeah. using different sounds. Like mm-hmm. my, my sound isn't as raw and gritty as it used to be in the current moment mm-hmm. because I'm in a different place. Right, right, right. And um, as an artist, like you said, you have to learn that it's okay to... To grow, it's okay to experiment. It's okay to try other things out. And again, that's something that I learned from B and from Georgia because even now, like Georgia's current album is trap heavy mm-hmm. AF, mm-hmm. and it, I love it. Oh, right, right, right. But I'm sure that there's somebody somewhere who's like, No, Georgia, where the samples at, bro? <laughs> Absolutely. And.
1: I came up on stone's throat like the <laughs> exactly. early like I know that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like
0: seeds, like yes. how you go. Yeah, early, yeah, yeah. I mean come on. Absolutely. But listen, you have to be able to as an artist, I really think that it is our it's our job to be a chameleon and to be able to flow between different mm-hmm, things. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think there's such again, now I've I've gone too far, <laughs> that's why I We're think here. there's such a um there's such a hard time with these awards in the way that they uh like to group black music mm, because mm, they're afraid to say alternative. They are afraid to say like black music doesn't always fit in R and B or hip hop. Right. And when we don't, they get confused and then they start throwing the weekend and let in the same category. And there's a problem there.
1: There is a definite problem <laughs> so man. yeah no shade the weekend no no none, no shade but, to, but it's like y'all are doing it, different things
0: they do completely different things and it's almost unfair yes to put the weekend in a category with legacy
1: right right it's right unfair. right Right. Right. And
0: on multiple levels yeah yeah it's yeah. unfair to I'm her side yeah. and it's unfair
1: to him absolutely absolutely no it's so true and i and like and you have these levels of like yes like it's it's all of those things, it's those racial designations that yeah. are made simply because there's just this idea of saying, like, oh, you you're black, so it is obviously And the this. part
0: the part that blows me the most about that is we created all of this.
1: Mm. Country music yeah, is right, right, not right. yours. Right, right, right. It's Absolutely. not. You Absolutely. stole it from us. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like like the fact that oh man, this I am definitely gonna stop myself right yes. here because <laughs> this is a whole other topic. Yep. I will uh, pressure you uh, on air and say, yes. uh, "Please, can you come through again so we can have Absolutely. another conversation?" Because I just feel like because what we'll do, um, and I, and I won't I won't reveal this yet. But there's some other ideas that are going to be going on with the set list, in okay. which like there's different formats that the show is going to take. And um, I would love to just have you come through again so we can chop it up about you know on, on a broader range yeah. of topics. Because I think there'd be a lot. Of uh, insightful commentary and yeah. things that I I, w- I definitely want to hear more of your thoughts on and um and like I said in the midst of this conversation I heard like five ten man. different things where I was just like oh man I want us to go here but let's keep it going anything
0: here. to get me from the cubicle to the creative <laughs> space I'm with it
1: so man you always have a home here at Orange yeah. Bus Studio at the set list with Fourth District. So by the time people hear this, it will really be on the cusp of the release of Cousins Remix EP, Best Life 2.0. People, please go out, stream, purchase, tell a friend, all that jazz. Yes. And what else would you want people to know?
0: Okay, so what I want you to know is this. Cousin Best Life 2.0. Cousin Best Life is also out. And um, if the remix ain't for you, the first, the original can be. So be blessed. Be. <laughs> um, you can also check out the homie Crayons Desert EP. Bet. Um, I also still am pushing these t-shirts. Uh, you know, Issa Rae last year, she said, rooting for everybody black. And I had a bit of inspiration. Also, you know, scrolling through Facebook, I don't know if you know Victor Jackson, but he had posted a status about, the, um, about that quote that really, really resonated with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I made, a bunch of shirts like i have one on now yeah um just just noting like uh, the people who i'm rooting for who we've all rooted for and now we see them winning and at the end i put in me mm. because i want us all to realize that it can be us too right. i know that it seems impossible i know that everybody around you tells you that it's impossible right but it's not right and so yeah everybody black is a thing i have the ratchet and Redeem shirts and just fun stuff
1: black boy joy is that also you
0: okay I had the black boy joy but somebody said they had to the trademark and they yanked me down it's all good I do Hiders. still have my shirt I still rock it
1: <laughs> <laughs> but
0: yeah um, and then also you know Rob Milton is definitely working on some stuff I definitely would nice. like to I mean this year you know I did drop Almost Cried, so you can check that out I did drop um, Greater Love my yes. little you know my little island jam or whatever um, and so there will be an EP next year and nice. um, just keep looking out man we're gonna keep working we're gonna work on a cousin album more just creativity and just the glow up will come back i am still on the uh, on the way like i'm working so that's what i was about to say yeah
1: i want you to know uh as a creative to another bro like don't ever let anybody tell you ain't working thank bro. you like like yeah the last 35 seconds of what you just said let me know <laughs> that you are out here working yeah. um i'm so glad let me also give a, a direct shout out to amade uh yes. because she she really um she's very special she's very special she had um we were we were connected. We had connected long I think she was in Greensboro, North Carolina, somewhere yeah. at some point. And my group, the remnant came up through there and she had seen it. This is like years and years and wow. years ago. And um then we reconnected on Twitter. And but she's essentially how I discovered you. Yeah. I think she might have retweeted uh your live version of georgia smiles at Yeah, so, so far, far yeah. yeah and i was like oh who's doing then i ended up following you yeah um and in just a very in, uh, indirect way she's responsible for this conversation happening right yes. here so please check out uh depressed while black, depressed black. support it's that movement. Important work, absolutely man. important work going on yeah. over there so please check that out um and uh where can people what are the handles for you I am
0: everywhere at the Rob Milton. I keep it real simple, but um, so you won't forget Bet. <laughs> <laughs> also, cousin, uh, we're everywhere at your fave cause.
1: Oh, perfect.
0: You can um see all everybody black stuff under hashtag, everybody black, but um, it's like e v r y b d why be okay
1: there it is you know creative dramatic we
0: got to be a little
1: (laughs) (laughs) absolutely yeah man uh, Rob Milton thank you so much for taking the time coming through the set list Uh, I've enjoyed this conversation immensely and I think the people will as well be I sure am now
0: on the list with India Sean and Saint Beauty, and you are like, you Raman are Arthur, so I'm basically famous <laughs> now. Um, thanks, you right there. They are all saying the same thing, you are right there.
1: Uh, oh, yeah, shout out uh, Shantae Kan, who I got Shantae, to see recently. Oh, my at, uh, god, I love Homecoming. Shantae Kan so yeah, much. She she's so sister. sweet, she's an incredible, incredible soul. Yes. but yeah, uh, thank y'all so much for listening to the set list. Be sure to tell a friend, rate, review, subscribe, yeah, uh, all that jazz, and uh, I'll. I'll be back with y'all real soon. Peace. Later.